0: Time for another Board Recap Podcast. How are you today, Dr. Smith? Doing great. Okay, good news. Let's jump right into the meeting. So speaking of good news, last night we were able to lift up, first of all, we had several of our high school students who uh, were named to Allstate Choir had a lot of students audition for that. Our region gets, I believe, nine openings on the Allstate Choir, and EVSC students were able to take six of those nine spots. So major kudos to those high school singers, a lot of talent there and very competitive. So we were very proud about them. And then this past Saturday, and I know this is near and dear to your heart, uh, two of our high school marching bands not only made it to Lucas Oil Stadium for the marching band state finals, and placed extraordinarily well. North high
1: school, second place, Harrison high school in
0: their division, fourth place. Um,
1: amazing accomplishment. True. Or are, I mean, tremendous accomplishments, accomplishments. When you think about uh, all of the extra um, precautions that had to be taken during a pandemic and for uh, those marching bands, those students to perform at that level uh, throughout the state of Indiana, just a phenomenal accomplishment for the directors, the staff, uh, certainly the, parents, the students all of the, volunteers. the parents, uh, Yeah, I think, as you know, and, and I was blessed to be a high school marching band director for about 17 years. And there were a number of times where I had students say, well, I didn't realize that when my son or daughter signed up for marching band, that they were signing me up too. Uh, but just what a great environment. And I think that is what is so great about public education. Uh, bringing all aspects together. And and uh, the skill sets and the everything that students learn to be successful in marching band will carry them throughout their life in a very successful manner. And, you know, I think what makes it so special, too, is it's such a large group that
0: performs in so many roles. We certainly have so many talented, extraordinarily talented musicians, but you don't have to be the best musician to be part of that high school marching band. I mean, there's so many roles you can be. It takes everyone to make that band possible.
1: Well, it does take everyone. And, and I think many people understand and appreciate the attributes of uh, sports teams. Uh, what I've said for many, many years, the analogy between sports and fine arts is very, very great or the the overlap, the commonality, if you will, Uh, One of the differences, though, in marching band, we don't have a varsity and a reserve. Everybody is on varsity. And I think that makes uh, it even that much more of a challenge to make certain that everybody participates, everybody understands that sense of belonging. Uh, But uh, I think it also is just emblematic of what is right in education. Well,
0: and when you think back recently, we talked about North Girls Golf making it to state, band members making it to state, seeing all of our students, regardless of their activity, making it to that level and that stage is very special and something they'll take with them the rest of I their agree. lives.
1: I think it says great things about EVSC. Okay. Let's take a look here, uh, Dr. Smith, if you would, at consent items from last Certainly. night. So item 2.01. Certainly, the minutes are there for perusal for the public. Item 2.02, 02, consideration of allowance of payments. Really, when you think about it, that amount, uh, while it is a large amount of money, $8.4 million, is pretty small for a, a regular allowance of payments for us. 2.03, the change order for Central High School change orders. I think there may be one more after this, but once again, we're pleased uh, with, with the outcome of that project, and this, once again, is another deduct for that project. Item 2.04, this basically is property that abuts uh, property that the foundation, the EVSC foundation has. So it makes sense that then they would have utility of that property. And then that takes us to personnel recommendations. Yes. So item 3.01 is, is certainly there for uh, individuals to click on and to review. As an outgrowth of that, We were blessed to hire two school resource officers, and uh, then, as is customary and required, then they are sworn in as EVSC school resource officers with President Greeno presiding. You know, that is really something that, (laughs) talk about a valuable
0: role these officers play. Um, If people aren't familiar with them, the relationships they build with students, the involvement they have with the schools—I mean, it—it it is really, um,
1: really impressive. Uh, could not agree more. It is certainly value-added because of the relationships that they develop with students. They are able to assist students and families in ways that people, I think, would not even imagine because of the connection that they have and the consistency of having the same individual there and the. Than that, those relationships that do develop, and it's I was really fortunate. Blessing. I was
0: fortunate enough to have an opportunity to have conversations with these two new officers. And you talk about great experience, Top
1: quality, and
0: just the outlook they yes. have of working with students. Um, really exciting, right?
1: Looking and, forward to having them. Uh, I appreciate and greatly value uh, what law enforcement does in our community, in our state, in our nation. It takes a special and unique individual than to have that student-centered frame. Uh, and, and these individuals clearly have that.
0: Okay. And then when you move to um, 4.01, Carrie Hilliard uh, talked about just our upcoming continuous improvement process and how that's going to kick off and looking forward to that.
1: Yes, uh, very excited about that. Not really going to talk too much about that because uh, the public will hear much more about that in just a few days. So, okay. okay. But excited about uh, the latest iteration of our continuous improvement plan. Yeah, certainly something we take great pride in, that nat-
0: that uh, desire to just in- improve continuously. So looking yes. forward to that. Stay tuned for more information. And then our action items, we'll just have you talk to us about uh, 5.01.
1: Sure. as required by statute, uh, when the board is considering approval of the ratification or uh, of the teacher's uh, agreement, part of the provisions in law is to have a public comment section. So that uh, was undertaken last night. Um, But if I could, let me tie 5.01 into 5.05. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. 5.06. We did see a historic increase in funding uh, for public schools in Indiana. We are grateful for that. I think uh, I also need to balance the fact that I've said numerous times that EVSC has been underfunded just to keep pace with inflation by over $100 million in the last decade plus. So as I have shared my concern about that, and I also want to share the good news and appreciation for the General Assembly passing along historic increases in funding to public education. And because of that, we have passed on historic increases in salary and compensation to our employees. You actually gave a total last night, really,
0: when you look at how much money is going to be going towards employee increases.
1: Yes. So over the next two years, we will invest an additional $15 million into teacher wages. And all employee wages, so $9 million specifically for teachers, $15 million overall for all of our employees for the next two years, and that truly is a historic number. And, you know, I, I've heard you say this time, and again, when we look
0: at that, we know two things have to take place. We have to retain all of the talented educators and non-teach staff we have. They're so dedicated, and we also have to be able to attract new talent to this profession because we want the best of the best working with our students
1: here in EVSC. Absolutely. It is all about people and we've, Say that numerous times. the The good thing, specifically with teachers on five point zero one, this once again establishes a salary schedule, so teachers will be able to see in subsequent years uh, where they will be able to advance. We have started with a base of forty thousand or forty one point five. If you have your masters, there's an incentive now to obtain your masters, and then it goes up to either eighty thousand or eighty one point five thousand dollars. So. Uh, I think a healthy increase, not suggesting that we're done. I think it's a very, very good start. But I do know that it is great for teachers to once again, and this is something they've asked for and something we are pleased to be able to do, to be able to see that in five years, 10 years, this is where I should anticipate my salary being.
0: And you've you've said this in recent podcasts, too, as we've been leading up to this. Sometimes it can be frustrating. We have to follow the lo- rules and the laws that are in place in the state of Indiana. So when we say we're going back to a salary schedule, for example, or we're going back to incentivize that higher ed degree, those are things that we couldn't do for a while. So we're elated that we can go back to that now.
1: Yes, there's actually, and what you're referring to, Jason, there's uh, about a nine page well, about a 12 page document, but nine pages of that document specify how we can pay our teachers. Not what we can pay our teachers, but how we can pay our teachers. How much of an increase they can receive in proportion to other considerations, uh, which is frustrating because I know of no other professional entity that is so highly re- regulated in terms of how they can be paid. But we found a way, um, and I appreciate the collaborative effort that we have with our teachers as well as with our Teamsters. Negotiations was, I think, really a very collaborative process this time, and we are very pleased to be able to provide, as I have said, historic increases in compensation. And we we know that we still have additional work to be done. And our promise is that we will continue to work to that mean or that end.
0: Okay. Well said. So uh, let's take it back then, if you would. And I think that was great combining a few of those because I did really fall under the same umbrella last night. But then let's go back. I think that leaves us at
1: 5.02. So 5.023 and 0.4. Uh, were all submitted in the previous uh, board meeting under information. So 5.02 basically is updating our policy uh, for legal settlement, which is uh, what's done on the advice of legal counsel. 5.03 basically is aligning new course numbers uh, and transitioning some of our CTE courses to the governor's workforce cabinet next level program of study. And 5.04 basically is the approval of the 2022 and 2023 school calendar. Hard to believe those are the dates we're
0: looking at, (laughs) but they are. And did just want to remind people that newly approved school calendar for next year. We know people like to have that in advance. It's on all of the websites, school websites, district website. It's on all of our social media channels, as well as we're pushing that out to everyone. So we want to make sure people know what that calendar is so that if you have to plan ahead for your family schedules for next school year, you have all of the exact dates. So I hope that helps people. Um, And then I think that really wraps up action items. um, And that takes us to information.
1: Yes. So uh, we have phenomenal employee benefit called WeCare, which is uh, infant and toddler care for our employees kids. Uh, it was implemented, implemented I'm sorry, <clears throat> in 2017-2018 school year. And at that particular time, um, it was a heavily discounted rate, and it remains a heavily discounted rate. So we're proposing that the rate will go up $10 a week starting July the 1st. Um, and even when that rate goes up, it still will be 50 to $60 in many cases under what the prevailing rate is. And then there are other advantages also. So there are four weeks where we have shorter uh, calendars, if you will, short uh, maybe just a two shorter days week, 10, maybe a three-day right. week, four-day yeah, week. Thank you. Uh, we don't charge for those weeks. We don't charge to hold a place in the summertime um, when our kids can be home with their families. So I think there are a lot of, of perks. Uh, it is something that I think is a huge benefit. And,
0: and unique. It. I don't know of a lot of school systems that offer right. this. I know of some corporations that have their own early learning program. And for frankly, employees. not
1: many corporations do that. But this is a tremendous perk. and But frankly, it's also a tremendous program the instructors and assistants in WeCare do a phenomenal job, and I know that our employees that take advantage of that feel very, very blessed to be able to do that. And and I think you're exactly right,
0: because this falls underneath our umbrella of our all of our early learning programs, and so much importance for that to get young children ready to go just sets them on a, a chart towards real success in the K-12 spectrum. I couldn't have said it better. And I think unless you have any other final comments to wrap up last night, that takes us through last night's school board meeting.
1: Appreciate it. And once again, appreciate everybody uh, and their assistance through negotiations, both on our team, ETA's team, 215's team. Um, I think our employees are better because of their efforts. And when our employees are better off, our students are better off.
0: Okay. That wraps up last night's board meeting. Thank you, Dr. Smith. Thank you.